Hey, beauty babes. Today we're talking to my friend, Sarah Jean. We'll be learning about dermaplaning, confessions of an esthetician, and Vanderpump rules. Hi, I'm Asia DeMarcos. You might recognize me from a little cold classic called Miss Congeniality. In Hawaii, don't you use aloha for like hello and goodbye? So? I'm taking all of my Hollywood secrets and the 15 years from being an esthetician and I'm bringing it all to you. I'm combining my two obsessions, beauty and unscripted television. Thanks for joining and welcome to Butasia Unscripted. Hey, hey guys, what up? It's Asia DeMarcos, also known as Butasia Beauty Expert, here to give you the scoop and everything I know about the world of beauty and reality TV. And I just really want to thank you for stopping by because I know there's all kinds of choices for podcast entertainment. I mean, every D-list celebrity or reality TV personality has their own podcast, but it just like it just warms a special place in my heart knowing that you trust me and that you want to hear it from me. So thank you so much, and I'm super excited to um, announce my guest today, my friend Sarah Jean. I have not seen this girl in probably 10 years, but I we pick up where we left off always because that's how we are. That's just how, the way this girl is. She has so much energy. Um, she is just a bright, shining star of a person, and she's going to talk to us about evolved soulful beauty, dermaplaning. She's going to give us her confession of the anesthetician and one of our favorites, Vanderpump Rules. Hey, SJ, are you there? Hello. Hello, beautiful. I miss you so much. I miss you. Uh, Happy to be here. I know. Thank you for coming on and joining your expertise. I was watching, you know, we're Instagram friends Mm -hmm. and I was, uh, you know, keeping up with you, of course, as I do with all my friends and I saw that you were dermaplaning. You were doing dermaplaning. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have her on the show for that. But then as I kind of like investigated a little bit more, I mean, you've, you've always been about being involved and being in the moment and you've always been about that. Oh yeah. Very spiritual. Very spiritual. Yes. So tell me about how you came about with your, your, I guess your philosophy of being evolved soulful beauty or am I messing it up? Is there more to it? No, not at all. It's well, my business name is Evolve Beauty. I was working for another company who in where I live in Milwaukee, they're very well known. And oh my gosh, I was so busy being overworked. I was tired. I was exhausted, especially having a daughter at home. And I was talking to my dad actually, and it was this debate going back and forth for about two years of whether or not I should step out on my own and start my own business. I, of course, was hesitant because I wanted everything to be perfect and everything to be right. But that moment hit where I was speaking with my dad and I just said, I just feel like I need to evolve. I need to evolve. And boom, just like that, like a light bulb went off. And I said, that's it. That's the <laughs> evolved beauty. And it's not necessarily about like my approach to beauty. I mean, it, it kind of is. But mainly it's about myself and my desire and my need to recognize within myself that the time had come for me to evolve. And that meant opening my own business. Interesting. Well, so that's, so you are newly single. Uh, sure. Yeah. Woo, woo. Does, that, <laughs> does that have anything to do with you being more evolved, do you think? You know, I'm in the thick of it right now. So that's, hopefully, yes, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. 
I, I don't know yet. Yes, yes, I feel like I'm evolving as a person, but um, right now I'm just like we're always constantly evolving. Yeah, I mean, like about it, right? Oh yeah, totally. But I'm I'm in the I'm in the hard phase of lawyers and custody mm-hmm. and all those fun things. So right now it's just kind of like maneuvering my way. But I'm sure at the end of it, I'm going to come out bright, shiny, and new. I'm sure of it, actually. Oh, you're going to come out unscathed. If I know you, you're just, you're just going to, you roll with the punches, you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and you're like, yeah. Yeah. I do feel like that. I don't have like a, this like, oh, I'm so sad. I definitely feel excited and it's kind of neat, but it's all, everything is so new. Everything, everything, even down to like getting my kid ready for bed at the end of the day is new because it's all me, you know? Right. You're, you're relearning a new routine. And yeah, I think being evolved is a process that we just constantly have to work on in life. Or stay and the same or stay stuck, you know? I just remember, because I remember when I was newly single and you were there for me and you helped me out. You were, God, I was such an idiot. <laughs> I did so many stupid things. I loved it though, um, because it was, I was younger and... <laughs> And then, you know, we got to, I had a partner, I had a fun partner to hang out with. Yes. You were younger and you were a little, so tell me, okay, how are you versus remember back then when you were younger and carefree versus now with a five-year-old? Do you feel like you're still the same person or do you? Oh God, no, no, not at all. I, not at all. I mean, I could like have fun, go out. If I made out with a stranger, ah, that, that was a fun night. Now that's like, oh my God, like my worst nightmare. <laughs> I know you wake up in the, I've done that before too. Well, not recently, but you wake up and you're like, oh, what did I do? Who, yeah, exactly. You know, like, and start looking for all my wallets and my stuff to make sure I didn't lose anything. Right. But Yeah. Those days are long gone, long gone. Well, for me, but for you being newly single and it just being Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Do you have any anything special? Special? I know you were out late. Oh yeah, texting me late. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. Speaking of like making out with people, it was it was hilarious. Well, no, I went to a work party. So where I leased my space, the owners of the building threw us like a holiday party, and it was other people's, mainly other people's mission, kind of mine. I joined on towards the middle of the night to for me to make out with somebody because it's been almost nine years since I have it's like weird I know I know it's, it's so mm-hmm. scary and we ended up going to this bar where I kid you now I'm in my mid-30s everybody there was like early 20s and there were all these like basketball players there with these like they're like okay. entourages around them I'm like I, I felt like a fish out of water but it was still fun it was super fun. I did get kissed but not like a juice okay what was what was his pickup line? Actually, nobody had to use pickup lines with me because I actually had a group of people grabbing men. <laughs> You're like, hey, hey, she's single. I was bringing them over for me to interview, and it was just ridiculous. It was so much fun, though. It was awesome. That is so fun. Okay, I can't wait to hear more and more of those stories. Okay, since it was Valentine's Day and you're newly single, I want to play a game to help to get to know you a little bit better called what would you rather? This is something I just made up the other day after I finished talking to you. Answer these questions. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yes. What would you rather? Man bun or clean shaven? Man bun. Oh, God. I okay. know. I know. It's weird. 
All right, all right. <laughs> no judgment. Well, it's like, what about like an in-between? Like, I just, I'm not, I don't know. An in-between, that is fine too. That's what I would probably but I do like a good man bun, as long as he's not like, I don't know, only talks about like PETA and, you know, not wearing fur. <laughs> then sometimes it can be a little hippy-dippy, but in-between is kind of nice. What about like a vegan, somebody that's like super strict with his diet and is like doesn't put anything bad in his body? Well, vegan is cool. I could totally, that's fine. But like super strict to where you would feel like, oh man, I really just want to order a pizza. And then right, you when like, you feel uh, bad about yourself. Yeah, you're yeah, like, exactly. oh, this sucks. And you have to like have two separate lives, like when they're not around and you're like, yes, I can have Domino's or <laughs> I don't know. That would kind of get old real quick, I think. Yeah, you don't want to not be yourself. That's number one. I think I've learned my lesson when I was single. Like I, I definitely attracted the wrong guys because I wasn't myself. And I say that all the time because I talk about, you know, when I'm recapping The Bachelor and there's this, I don't know if you're watching The Bachelor. Not but there's this, this girl, season. I don't know. It's really dramatic, but there's a girl on there who is just not being herself and she's bugs. She's bugging me right now. Well, not being yourself, um, that's like my number one turnoff for is speaking of like Valentine's. Like as far as a man goes, I like genuine. Even if you kind of have like a jerky asshole personality, that is actually okay with me if you own it and it's true to who you are. Okay. So just as long as they're real and true to themselves, I can respect that. Yes. I can respect that in anyone because that is, I don't know. Cause then you can really make your decision on people and people just show you the faces they want you to see. Oh, it's no. Like it takes you months, if not nine years <laughs> to see them for Shit. what they really are. <laughs> I know. I know girl. I hear you. Okay. Question number two. Okay. Romantic dinner. Or walk on the beach. What would you rather? Oh, romantic dinner. I'm a foodie all the way. Okay. I mean, I don't What's even care about place? like romantic dinner. Sushi, probably. Okay. Me too. I'm all about the sushi. Yeah, I'm all like, feed me, please. Well, like um, it's nice. It's an experience. I'm more about the experience of it. You know, it's so nice. You can go have like to a nice steakhouse and have like lobster mac and cheese. Like even if you just have two bites, it's like. Oh, every bite you just want to go. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is mm-hmm. It's worth some it. good wine. Yes. Yum, yum, yum. Okay, last question before we get on to talking about dermaplaning: chocolates and flowers or spa day? Oh, spa day! Hell yeah! Totally. Hell freaking yeah! Life is so stressful. Yeah, touch me, rub me, all the way around. Like scrub me. I'm all about it. Speaking of touch me, I remember when you gave me a facial and you did your facial massage and I literally thought I was floating in air, which I probably was. You probably were making me float with your your energy. (laughs) Do you still do that? Oh, hell yeah. That's like my number one thing. Like I am a firm believer that like some people get them in, get them out, you know, they do the the treatments and then that's it. And I'm all about the fluff when it comes to a facial. I love like, oh, like rubbing underneath, going like pushing your hands underneath their backs and like pulling up along the spine and like shoulders and arms and hands and oh, scalp. Oh, I love it all. Yummy, yummy. So good. So that would, would you consider that kind of your signature thing? Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, I do tons of waxing, but I would say like my facials, I really do focus on like the, the calming and relaxation just as much as I do on treating their concerns. Nice. So full 360 approach. I love that in skincare. All right. So let's 
let's get to dermaplaning, the hot topic of the hour, because let's well, let's also let people know that depending on what state you're in, correct? Oh, that's right. Yes. Dermaplaning here, it's covered under my license um, as an esthetician. I'm in Wisconsin. I'm not sure actually about the other states. I do know that like you don't even have to, which I think is crazy. You don't have to be certified. Like you don't have to go to take a course on it to do it. It's already covered under your license. I think that's insane. I, I cannot believe people could just like attempt to do it because I mean, oh my gosh. That's scary. Well, I think people do shady things all the time and get away with things. So I think it's just important for the listeners to understand like every state has a different regulation. In the state of California, you definitely have to be under a medical doctor's license. They're very strict. I can see why. Very strict. Like literally all we can do is microdermabrasion and like some superficial chemical peels. It's pretty much oh, okay. that's it. Yeah, but I do the hydroderm, like the hydroderm abrasions. And the, that's actually super awesome too. I like that. So at least you have that as an option. Yes. Yes. We have that. And I actually own one of those machines myself. Yes. Tell me, because I remember when I was an esthetician, I started in the medical field. I Dermaplaning was a thing. It kind of went away for a while, don't you think? But now it's like freaking all the rage. Like everybody's talking about it. Everyone's doing it. Yes, I mean, or do, do you feel like it never went away? I feel like it never went away, really. I mean, it's for, at least in my treatment room, because the women who do it are obsessed with it, and not a month goes by that they don't get in for their dermaplane. Tell me, what is it? Well, so what, everyone can understand. Yeah, so I use a surgical scalpel, and I kind of hold the skin super duper tight, and I move back and forth, kind of almost like a scraping motion, and I remove the top layer of dead skin cells, which can also help with like scar tissue and dry skin, not just, you know. Okay. So it's a method of exfoliation using a surgical scalpel. Yep. A physical exfoliation. Yep. Okay. And then you're also removing the vellus. Yep. And terminal hairs. Yep, all those little peach fuzzies that we have around the sides of our face. I bring mine down to like almost right behind the ear on the neck too, just to really clean up the hairline as well. And I know a lot of women that have peach fuzz love that. And your products do tend to go on a lot smoother or penetrate a lot better. Oh my gosh. If you're going to spend so much money on a serum, a moisturizer, if you're kind of compacting it on top of dead skin, it's not really penetrating the way it should. True that. True that. Right. So anytime we exfoliate, I, I also encourage anyone that's looking into any sort of treatment plan that includes lightening or brightening the skin. If they have pigmentation, they should always start with a some sort of method of exfoliation, of deep exfoliation. Absolutely. Chemical peel. Sounds like dermaplaning. So here's my issue with dermaplaning. For some reason, it doesn't work for me when I shave off the vellus hairs because the vellus hairs are there for a reason, right? They're oil wicks. Mm -hmm. They're there to regulate our oil. I break out every time. I'm assuming that's normal. But How many times in a row did you do it? Because that can happen like the first once or twice typically. And as your skin adjusts, 
and it kind of helps with like naturally starts to produce less oil almost in a way your body adjusts and you will that breakout that some people can experience like the little white bumps that come from it they're almost like tiny little breakouts in a way is that what you experienced yeah, they're little, they're little breakouts for sure. But you know how it is. You do something and someone breaks out and they freak yeah. out and don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, that that is not unheard of. That can that can absolutely happen. It happened to me. But if you stay steady on course and if you did it the next month or so, gave it at least four months, your skin will adjust and kind of regulate itself. Okay. Maybe I just didn't give it enough time. I just freaked out. Okay. I have had dermaplaning post, gosh, what did I do? It was like a chemical peel. And so then when I had just the little bits of dead flakies, you know, the last couple of days, I just had someone dermaplane it off and my skin was just like beautiful, perfect and smooth. And like I said, my products just, I could tell that they were penetrating deeper. My skin looked bright and fresh. Oh, so you dermaplaned after a peel. Yeah, just to just to yeah, get the little bits off the the last little bits mm-hmm, of the dead skin, and that worked out for me a lot better. Oh, nice! I like to do a dermaplane and then do like one layer of a peel. I kind of like that combo too, like a lactic acid or a glycolic. No, I'd probably do a lactic, something light. The lactic is good too because it helps you know your skin retain moisture. Um, exactly, it's really good favorite. for the lightning. Yeah. So how often can you do dermal dermaplaning? Dermaplaning. Well, you don't want to do it before three weeks. You really want to okay. give your chance, your skin a chance to kind of build back up in a way. So that every other week or every week, absolutely out. But every three to four is perfect, I think. I do four. four. I had to tell people four. Okay, once a month. And then have you ever dermaplaned someone so much that you couldn't get any more dead skin off of their Like in face? one treatment? No, like after six months of dermaplaning, like after oh. them being consistent after six months. Because I feel like you can't get deeper in the skin. Like there's only so much you can do. There is only remove. so much you can do. And I and I think that what happens is that it's it as the skin cells build back up through over the month, it, you're just continually taking that off. It's not like you can get deeper and deeper and deeper because they it will the dead skin cells will continue to come back. So it's more like right. maintenance oh, rather okay. than like, I mean, you will see a difference. Like people will come back from a vacation, let's say, and some of their sun damage is poking through and you can do it and it does lessen that, but you're going to need to do more advanced treatments with your dermaplanes if you really want to see that like deep, deep turnaround. It's very surface. It's very, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's the best superficial. Very much so, yeah. That's why I like to pair it with a light layer of peel. I really, really think I prefer dermaplaning better because you just have the less of the downtime. Yeah, there's absolutely no downtime with dermaplaning, which is also what makes it people love it because I have people who are, you know, psychiatrists and they have to go the next day and sit in front of their patients all day talking to them and that's the one reason we stopped doing the microderm with her is because this has also it gives her better results but in her makeup goes on better her products work better but um she has no like she's look like a tomato the next day because her skin is so sensitive that I, that's how I feel like mine I'm getting so sensitized my in my years so what it, are the long-term benefits of dermaplaning like what have you seen 
Oh, I have acne people that have, that their skin has completely turned around. She Active acne? Not active, no, because I wouldn't dermaplane active acne. But like okay. she gets like little bumps of congestion kind of underneath her skin. And she's, she's an adult woman. And what happened is she kind of, you know, had a pregnancy that didn't work out. And then she went back on birth control. And then she went off the birth control. And so, like, her skin was reacting to all these hormone fluctuations. And she preferred just to dermaplane. So I dermaplane her. And then I do um, an enzyme treatment in the facial. And so she feels like she's on fire. But, like, it has balanced out her skin like no other no other. And she's been struggling with these issues for so long. And it's very basic what I do. We just dermaplane and I enzyme her. And then I do like a cooling, calming, soothing mask. And it's like changed, it's changed her life. Very nice. Yes, because acne, milia, those kind of things are just a buildup of dead skin cells. So if you're constantly or you're able to remove that, it's not so your skin's not plugging back up, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah. So she's super happy. She actually, the last time she was in, she goes, gosh, my skin just looks so good. I had to take a pregnancy test because I, I was like glowing and I just didn't know why. She she loved her skin so much that she thought she might be pregnant. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I know. It's the best compliment. Okay. Can every skin type do it? Uh, Yes, except like I said, nothing with active acne like the pustules. Anything that has those little whiteheads or they're super inflamed, I wouldn't do it. But other than that, it's safe for most most skin types, absolutely. Even sensitive skin, rosacea, all of that. Okay. So all skin types, all Fitzpatrick's, as long as your skin's not in a state of inflammation, you're fine with it. Okay. Are you... Do you planning on dry skin? No, I use a light oil, almost like a, it's a oil that's designed for acne skin or skin that is just gets congested easily. So I don't use a heavier oil that I would for like a more mature client. I use a very light oil first. So I'll do usually like a, a rose water mist with my oxygen infusion, and then I'll um, pat in a very small amount of the light oil. And then I, Yummy. Yes. I don't like to dermaplane dry for stuff. I think it's messy and gross, but I think it's a good way to protect the skin. And then you can kind of just rehydrate right away as you go. So dermaplane an area, then massage back in. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was always taught dry, the dry method because I, and you can, you literally do see the dead skin. Yeah. And you still will with a little bit of oil. I just prefer it. Like, I just think it works better. It's cleaner. It's smoother. I think it does protect the skin a little bit. That was harsh. I mean, you can even see like when you hold the skin tight and it, you'll still get all your dead skin. It still lifts, but I just prefer to then like you can take surrounding oil and just kind of like keep massaging it in as you go. Well, because the last time I had it done, she did use an oil as well, but I never really asked her because I was always taught the dry method. I was so taught the you- dry method as well. When I took my course, I just prefer to do it with an oil. Now, if I always, it's very light. Like when I tell you, it's not like, I don't like slap it on and it's not like, Ooh, yeah, shiny. It's just a little bit. And I press it into the skin, massage it. And, and then I go, I just think it just gives a more supple kind of instantly rehydrates them. Okay. All right. Well, that was a question I was going to ask because I've always learned the dry method and then she did the oil method. So I just didn't know if that was something new. Again, it's been over 15 years since I've done or close to 15 years since I've done dermaplaning. Okay. Last question. 
is how much does it cost? What do you usually charge? Mine is one eighteen, and what does that come with? That, that comes with the SJ Deluxe. I still <laughs> like to massage after, so like right at I'll cleanse. I'll do an oil cleanse. I'll cleanse. I'll do the dermaplane, and if they need it, I will do the enzyme treatments, and then then the massage. Well, extractions, but I like to use my hydrodermabrasion piece to do the extractions. Okay, I got you. Oh, that's very nice. And how long is the treatment? Mm, like an hour. I have so many different things. Like, like you can do forty-five minutes. You could do an hour. You could do an hour and a half facial. Kind of depends on like how, like how much love they need from me. Exactly. It's very customized too, depending on what their skin needs because skin changes from week to week, month to month. Like, you, you know, what you may have seen them last month and they didn't need as many extractions or their skin wasn't as dry. Now right. it's dry and dehydrated. Okay, very good. Are there any other questions that I'm missing that people ask you? Mm. Oh, 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 oh. No, it will not make you grow a beard. Oh, yeah, that's right. So explain to the folks. Well, why? the only thing that can change your hair is hormones. I mean, really, if your hormones get out of whack, you may start popping out chin hairs, this and that. But as far as the <laughs> way your hair grows is the way it's going to come back. So it'll still come back soft. It'll still come back just as peach fuzzy. It doesn't come back prickly and pokey. Um, the only thing that you would experience possibly that would get under your skin after the first time would be those little breakouts. You know, and like I said, that will regulate itself after one or two treatments. Yeah. The little breakouts are always much easier than the big cystic ones that leave scars and take yeah. forever. So really those little breakouts are just kind of your skin purging itself exactly. a little bit. Exactly. And that yeah. can happen. And if you did say, if it was something that you loved because you liked the smooth appearance under your makeup, then I would stick with it and give it at least three times and then see how that works. All right, people. Do you hear that? Give yourself some time. Be patient. If you feel like this treatment is right for you, definitely seek out a professional. Probably would. I'm I'm a big advocate of someone has an Instagram, making sure that they're doing, you know, they have really good before and after pictures because I feel like that's the and new business And ask them where they're there. certified. You know, where did you learn this? How did you learn this? How long have you been doing it? You know, that's important. Very good advice. Definitely. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, let's move on to our next subject. Confessions of an esthetician. <laughs> I love this. I love this. I was thinking about it after we had spoke earlier because there's so many, uh -huh. like you could really sit around and think and just like, oh, this, 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 but yeah. Okay. Go on. Well, and the reason I do this segment is because I, of course we love our clients they always have the best intentions, right? And they're just like anyone else in life. We're busy. We got, we're juggling 10 different things. But if this segment can help a person be a better client, then I'm all for it. What is something that you wish you could tell a client, but you don't, but you're telling us now. Okay. What's your confession? If you are sick, you have a fever, you have a cough, you have snot dripping out of your nose, stay home. Come again. Stay home. Stay home. I don't want it. I don't need it. I, no, thank you. You spent the night on your bathroom floor because you were throwing up. Just stay 
home, stay home. So you have actually had a client laying on the table and they were like, oh, I was so sick last night. I threw up. Oh, yeah. I've had people. Oh, my kids are at home. So actually, just this pit, like, I think last time I was like, my kids are sick. They're throwing up. Okay. Well, now you probably have it because I know you were probably cleaning up puke. So now you brought whatever illness and disease, you know, you're bringing it into me for the love of God. Right. So, and I think it, it kind of also goes same true for the esthetician. If they're sick. Yes. They should communicate with you. Let me stay home. <laughs> yes. Let you stay home. Or do you think wearing a face mask is sanitary enough if somebody is feeling sick? Okay. So I give people an option. If I'm super sick, I am calling it quits. I'm not coming in. It is what it is. If I feel like, okay, I know I'm sick. I know I'm probably contagious, but can I like really make this happen? Could I really just get through today? Then I leave it up to the client. I'll say, hey, I'm really under the weather. I don't feel well. I wanted to give you a heads up, blah, blah, blah. Nine times out of 10, they still come in and I'm wearing a face mask that has pooled like <laughs> grossness in it. They yes, they want that SJ Deluxe. That's they all they want. Yeah. They don't care. Yes, I don't blame me. them. Wax me. I don't care that you have a 102 fever. That's fine. <laughs> oh, all right, people. You know, I see memes about this all the time on the gram, and I am just like, it's true. Like when you're sick, just stay home. I don't want to spread that shit. Like I just recently, I had this dude coughing on me. <gasps> oh yeah, I actually made a meme about it. I haven't posted it yet, but um. It's like, cover your damn mouth. Like, you're coughing on me. Cover your damn mouth. And then, of course, two weeks later, I'm waking up in a pool of sweat. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's like the same thing, facials. Like I said, I like to do hand massages while they're masking. And somebody will literally be holding a Kleenex that they're dabbing their nose with. And they're like, <laughs> oh. And then they're coughing into their hands. And then now I have to get up and, and massage their hands. There's been so many times where if I see them cough in their hands, I'm so disgusted that I, I just don't do it. I'm like, eh, okay, we're going to like make this last longer, massage their scalp longer while their mask is setting. So I don't have to touch their hands because I've just been watching them cough into them for an hour. There you go, people. Are you listening? So if you're sick, stay home. If you're coughing in your hand or you've got your snot tissue, we're not going to touch you. We're not going to touch your hands. Sorry. So I guess there's a give and take and everything. Mama's got to work. Yes. Well, yeah, right. Like you need to stay healthy because that's your bread and butter. You're a solopreneur. You got this little baby you've got to take home, take care of now. And it's like, yeah, just have, be more conscientious when your, your facial can wait or your waxing can wait a couple of days. Just get better before you come see your esthetician. Yes. Thank you for that confession. Oh, you are welcome. Uh, oh, yes. I bet you've been wanting to tell people that for a long time. Um, <laughs> it's the way, well, you know what? We, like I said, right now, I think it's like, I don't know. I don't even know the temperature outside. It's very, very, very cold. Um, so it's just this time of year for us. And the flu's just been nasty, you know? So I don't know. I don't I, even think people should go to the grocery store if you're sick. Like, just come on. Yeah, that's true. I, you know, and I have been seeing a lot of posts on Instagram about it. So this is happening a lot. So people stay home. Okay. I know I hear um, your baby in the background. She's probably getting frustrated. So no, let's move okay. on. She wanted my phone. She wants to watch my phone. Oh, okay. Okay. She's of the YouTube generation. Of course. We all are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't want to keep you from her because I know it's uh, y'all's day off and, you know, she probably wants some attention. 
So we'll just get on to the fun part of the of the day, and it's we're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right? So you've been watching it since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of Vanderpump time. And I, I do want to say, I want to I'm gonna talk some, I guess, tell you some secrets. So, you know, Jake's baby's daddy, you know him. Yeah, very I well. Do. Yes, I do. He told me that he met Jax somewhere. He says, oh, I don't watch the show because, okay, let me back up a little bit. So I'm watching the new season and Tom and Katie clearly have bought my, our old friend Stephanie's house. I can just tell it's her house. Um, they say Valley Village. She's technically studio city-ish, but I think just for being funny, everyone lives in Valley Village. They're all kind of in that same area. I think that's a great in, area to live. I always like studio oh, city. Yeah, absolutely. It's very central. Uh, depending if you're a little bit further north of the boulevard, your studio city or Valley Village, Valley Glen area. But anyway, so Jake's daddy told me that he met Jax and Jax told him that he spent $2.5 million. Like just like openly said it like, Hey, how's, what do you think of the weather today? And by the way, I bought a $2.5 million house. (laughs) What? I just, I really didn't ask the details, but I wouldn't put it past him because he's rude like that. He'll ask people how thing, how much things cost, but I'm going to be rude and say that I know Tom and Katie's house cost that much too, because I know that's my old friend. That's our friend Stephanie's house. And I just think they're making too much damn money. Like I'm almost wanting to not watch the show anymore because I'm just annoyed that they make that much money. Well, here's the thing. Jax is 40. I mean, it's going to get to the point where how long can they pretend to be servers there anymore? I mean, we all know who don't (laughs) bartend there. It's not, I don't, come on. That's true. I go with my friend Christy all the time. Every time she comes in LA, she wants to go to, she wants to do the LVP thing chain of restaurants and I never see them I never see Sheena's not working there Jax is never there I have seen Ariana's brother was working at Sir and he was kind of a dick actually of course Um, it's ego central I would imagine yeah I didn't even know who she who he was but my friend's daughter was like asking for a selfie asking for a picture whatever and he totally blew us off and I'm like dude get over yourself okay and then, so anyway, so back to Vanderpump. What do you think about the new cast of characters? Okay, so is Dana, right? Dana, I mm-hmm. feel like she's and Max. The, okay, Max is the new Jax-ish. He's like a blend between Tom and Jax. If you could put, put those two, like Tom. I never thought of it that way, but yeah. Not not so. sweet Tom, not Katie's Tom, but other Tom. What is he, a Sandoval? Sandoval Tom. Sandoval, yeah. yeah. Him, if you like put him and Jax together, that's Max. Like for sure. Okay. Like he he seems nice enough. Like he's a little bit more aware of the words he says or if he's hurting your feelings. But he's a total fuckboy like Jax. Yes, but he I think him and Dana are calling it like they're making it official, I thought. Or was I dreaming that? Oh, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know. He's going to, he'll mess it up. He'll mess it up. Her, she, Dana, she reminds me of Ariana. You think so? I, yeah, I guess so. Because Ariana is kind of like. Cool for school. I don't care. I, you know, I don't need to wear. her own rules. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to wear a bra. I don't know the blah, blah, blah. That's what she reminds me of. 
Well, Dana, yeah, she does stand-up comedy and just being somebody that had dabbled in stand-up comedy when I was an actress that you you just you you say things for shock value sure. but like now in hindsight now that I'm older and more mature and I watch her doing it I'm just like you're annoying girl like I I can't believe I was that annoying I probably was that annoying oh my gosh you were thoroughly entertaining I loved it <laughs> so fun I love big personalities like that it's so fun I know that's why we get along. Yes. But I'm definitely not everyone's cup of tea. And we're not meant to be, baby. We're just not meant to be. I know. I know. So what about James and Raquel? So Raquel's now working at Sir and then, oh my God, James (laughs) is poor girl. Dick, man. He's like. Oh yeah. He's the worst. And all the time. Yeah. All the accusations that were made against him. He cheated on Raquel. This now, you know, we're true. You know, we're true. She knows they're true. I mean, Oh yeah. So I agree. That poor girl though. I don't know. She's, um, she's too, she's just, she's so pretty. (laughs) She is. She's so cute. And And that's about it. That's about all she's got to offer. I think. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know her. I don't know. They don't show enough of like, you know, who she really is. What are her real opinions? Like, where does she stand? She's just a doormat, you know? She is kind of vanilla. Like, I feel like, like, even like when she talks, she talks like, Oh, well, you know, I just lost track of time. Like, I don't know. She just doesn't seem very bright. She just, yeah. I think she's just young and has not found her voice yet. Yes, she hasn't found her voice yet. And she's, and then who can next to freaking James and his jerky ways? But then again, you know, that's just being British, you know. Well, yeah, but he's just as lost as she is, if not worse, you know. So she's, I don't know. They're both in survival mode. He right. He makes no apologies for being himself, which is fine. But I, when you are telling girls to go fuck themselves, like freaking trash. Like I get it. I get it. Like in Europe, they they use the "see you next Tuesday" word. Like it's not even a bad word. But uh, I don't know. In, in America, we're with so many feminism <laughs> feminists. I mean, and with the. It's just, I don't know. It's it's just. Okay, um, but really quick, maybe you can inform me. I see you next Tuesday, right? That word is uh-huh. not, it does not offend me. And I don't know why. And for the life of me, I always want somebody to explain to me why it's offensive. Like, does it, is pussy offensive? Oh my gosh. Can I say pussy? I'm sorry. Yeah, you can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, say whatever you want girlfriend I, I don't find that offensive either I mean I guess maybe it depends on I, I, don't, I know. don't know where it got offensive like I not have used me. it I have used it when talking about sometimes people, it feels good if but in a joking well but no in a joking manner right it's all in the delivery right so if you're like you see you next Tuesday or, but then oh, you're like, oh, like you're joking with a girlfriend and ha ha ha. I don't know. My ex mother in law was sometimes like it felt good to, if I was like venting about her to a, a girlfriend or something, like it would sometimes come out of my mouth. But I'm like, oh, like, but it felt good and it felt right. So, like, I, I just don't understand why everyone's so offended. By it. I, it's no, but the the fact that he was telling her to go fuck yourself. To go okay, a man to a woman because that's different. He wasn't. Well, because he wasn't paying attention or she wasn't paying attention. She, she, uh, she was missing his set. He was just being a little brat. Uh-huh. 
Hmm? No, it's a controlling thing. He can manipulate her. He knows exactly what to say to her to get her oh, to yeah. like, he's like, sit Ra- Raquel. And she says, stand Raquel. And she stands, jump Raquel. I mean, it's just one of those things because he knows he can get away with it. That's the kind of person he is. If you let him get away with treating you that way, that's the way he will treat you. And that's why he well, he's so not gonna, mad at yeah. people that don't allow it. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's not going to be with somebody that's strong personality like a Kristen, you know, who she would throw it back in his face. Speaking of fucking crazy Kristen, what do you think about her? She's annoying. She's so – okay, first off, my favorite thing about her is she's so tall and linky, you know, but she's so clumsy. Think about it all the time. She falls all the time. She's like – She's like that – like a giraffe that just been born trying to like <laughs> – that's exactly right. And I love it. It's so funny because I think she really is harmless. I just think, first off, I think she, I don't know. I kind of feel bad for her. Like when she wasn't invited, what was that thing she wasn't invited to? It was like a big deal. Was it the Tom Tom opening? Anyways, there's been so many I think things. It was that- something with Lisa. No, it was something with Lisa. Lisa was like, no, yeah. didn't invite she, her. Like you see her at home eating pasta by herself. <laughs> Not want yeah. Well, I don't know. She doesn't. She doesn't bug me that much. She bugs. I don't know. She bugs. She. I think because she's just so stupid. She reminds me of me when I was a like, single and I kept holding on to relationships for for wrong reasons. You know, like the, your worst personality trait that you don't like about yourself when you see it in others, how it bugs you, and just that whole situation with Carter, and he's completely. He's a puke. Using her. Yeah. He's such a loser. He's oh my just, gosh, yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't see it. She's so incredibly insecure that she's just just holding on to that relationship. Right. And yeah. you're right. It is sad. I should feel sorry for her. Well, but she's still bugged. I don't care. I think her <laughs> friends need to, if her friends, Stassi and Katie, were to like lift her up more so I think that it would be easier for her to walk away from Carter like sometimes you need your girlfriends to like truly show up not just get mad at you and be like okay well you're not doing what I want and f this guy so I'm not going to talk to you I think that they should you know show up for her and then they say that they did but I mean like really like go to her house you know like make her feel like you're not alone because she probably feels alone or like abandoned if he left and you know like she said they all have these perfect lives and and she just probably feels behind and a little left out of that whole relationship world. I guess that's a good point because she probably does see, but let's face it, no relationship is perfect and it all has their shit, but she probably is feeling like, oh, everyone's married and buying homes and settling down, talking about kids. And then she's just really holding on to this toxic relationship for her. She can do so much better. Because I, I don't think the guy has a job from what, what everyone's saying. But you're right. Like her friends are making her feel bad about herself rather than lifting just, her up. They're just frustrated. But sometimes you got to have your girls come in, swoop in and say like, you know, he's not good for you. Like I will be here. I will hold your hand. I will be your boyfriend. You know, you get lonely at night. Call me. I'll come over. We'll watch movies or we'll do something. But like, please, like for you need to like heal your heart and move forward. Because until you do that, you're going to be stuck in this, like, hamster wheel of bullshit with that guy. I can't think of his name. Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, you're you're just telling the universe that you just want shit. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to just keep attracting shit. But – or you can have your friends push you in a sea of basketball players. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> or like <laughs> and drink some tequila. Yeah, do some tequila shots and and gather gather a bunch of of strange men to see if you want to kiss one of them. <laughs> uh, that's always the fun part, the kissing thing. But what if they're like super hot and then they don't kiss? That's the hard part too. Like I've had that happen where I had like so much chemistry with somebody and we were like cutting up and laughing, and then the kiss was just like. Oh, it's not oh, going any further, yeah. dude. It's all oh. the kiss. It's all the kiss. But um, okay, so here's the deal. I really didn't necessarily. There was kind of a letdown a little bit. I'm so picky, though. I'm so 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 picky. So it's hard for me to like let loose and be carefree in that way because it takes a lot for me to be attracted to a man. I'm I really am picky. I don't blame you. And I think in the world today of singles that it, everything's so easy now, right? You, you swipe left or right or whatever you do on an app and never you know, done it. Never done it. I don't know. I am. I, well, I did when I was single and I was like, if one person had one little flaw or anything said anything to me, I was like, next, I had like three or four waiting, but it's sad. So anyway, I'm here for you, girl. You know, you, just like you were there for me when I was single. I know it's hard sometimes. And you're right. Sometimes you just like, you just miss having that interaction with somebody. You attention. Know, it all comes down to just a little bit of attention. It yes, would be yes. so fun. I think about that a lot. I'm like, man, if I could just like, I just want like a little. Oh, I do have a crush on a guy though. I, there is like a particular man that I do have like an actual crush on it's just I don't know what to do about all that well heal your heart yes first right we're gonna we're gonna give the same advice that we're giving Kristen <laughs> our girl Kristen <laughs> heal your heart sis and then 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 the world is your oyster then the perfect person is going to just come into your life all right so let's just wrap this up and I just really honestly SJ thank you so much for Aww coming on the show this was so much fun it was fun and it was just so good catching up with you and hopefully you'll be back because i love your freaking energy oh i love your energy i have <laughs> Beautasia. let me ask you do you remember when i gave you high frequency uh and, and you could you can't do high frequency can you can you okay so here's the thing like i have so much energy yes no it's so true good memory because i have I remember that i'm gonna say something really weird i have this sensitivity with electricity and i you're gonna i, I swear when i'm driving down like a highway or something the lights go out like the the street lights the tall yes, street lights. you have Yes, you're out all the time. Or like, I'm just hyper sensitive to anything I touch. Any people when I touch people and doors, I touch them with the back of my hand first instead of my fingertips because I'm constantly shocking people. It's insane. I know, girl. Like, I know. I like, love it. Start your heart shocking. It's it's intense. I don't know. You're like a human defibrillator. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I am. I'm telling you, it's crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, come out to LA next time and you can, uh, we'll have the podcast in the studio so I can see your pretty face. Thanks guys. So now, you know, with Butasia 2.0 and thank you SJ for coming on the show. All right. So remember you guys show me some love, subscribe, rate and review the podcast. And if you have any questions, you can always DM me on my Instagram at Butasia 2.0. And until next time, bye.